God wants to be manifest in the flesh. That's what the Bible says. God wants to be manifest in the flesh. First of all, Jesus Christ, according to 1 John, was manifest in, in the flesh to do what? To destroy the works of the devil. Turn to 1 John with me. Jesus Christ was manifest in the flesh. John writing many years later. 1 John chapter 3 and verse number 5. 1 John chapter 3 and verse number 5. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him is no sin. And then down to verse 8. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Do you believe the devil is doing his work today just as he was back then? He hasn't retired. He hasn't stopped. He's still hurting people. He's still causing people problems. He's even oppressing Christians, is he not? Acts 10:38. Jesus of Nazareth went about doing good and healing all those that were oppressed of the devil. The devil is still causing a lot of havoc in this world. Jesus was manifested to destroy his works. Does it end there? No. You and I are now the body of Christ, aren't we? We are the temple of God. We are here in the flesh. Jesus is not here in the flesh. You are. Put it very simply, the, word, uh, the, the old saying, your hands are the only hands he has, your feet are the only feet he has, your eyes are the only eyes, your mouth is the only mouth. One of the most beautiful and powerful truths that ever came home to me was that Jesus Christ, God the Father, the Holy Spirit, really and truly is in me. And that as I walk around this earth, the power of God is moving wherever I go. power of God is there to do signs and wonders and supernatural things and, and lead people to Christ. How many of you believe that? Yes, right there in you. Jesus is gone. Back to heaven. You and I are here in the flesh. I said to you tonight, would you like to see Jesus Christ walk in here in the flesh? And all of you said yes. That'd be wonderful. That'd be great. And it would be. But why doesn't he do that? I'll tell you why. Because he'd be one man in one place at one time. And he'd be limited. Go with me to John chapter 14. Jesus explains it very clearly, what he's doing. Chapter 14 and verse 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, we are believers, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works... And greater works than these shall he do, because I go into my Father. Now, if you stop and think about that, there's two ways you can look at that. Jesus walked on water, he raised the dead, he healed leopards, he healed the sick, he cast out devils. Would you like to do more than that? That's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is because he was one man, he could only be in one place at one time, but if he took of what was in him and put it in 12, they could be in 12 different places at different times, couldn't they? What if he took that same thing that was in him and put it in 120? Now, what if he took the same thing that was in him and put it in 500, 1,000, 3,000, 5,000? What if he put it in 5,000 people in Jerusalem that had come from all different parts of the world? What if he put that in them and they left there? What would happen? That Jesus would go wherever they go, wouldn't he? He'd go to all parts of the world. And that, to me, is what this scripture really means. Greater works than this shall you do, because I go to my Father. In other words, I'm going to take of the anointing we read in, in chapter uh, 1 there about the promise of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to take the anointing that's been on me. It's the Holy Spirit. Every, throughout his ministry, Jesus gave credit to the Holy Spirit as the power by which he did what he did. And he said, I'm going to take him. I'm going to put him in you. And that's what he has done, folks. He has put that Holy Spirit in all of us. Now, if the Holy Spirit is in you and me, and that is the power by which Jesus was able to do the things that he did, then is Jesus not here in the flesh in the sense that he is in us? Think about it for a moment. Some people said, you are the only Jesus some people will ever see. You are the only Bible some people will ever read. 
Some people will never come and hear Jim Bunch preach the gospel. They won't come through those doors, will they? They won't. They just won't do it. They don't have a need. They don't have a desire. But guess what? Jesus will come to them. That's the way Jesus is. He goes to people. We say this. See, we preach Jesus like this, but we leave out the most important ingredient, and that is that you are the Jesus to that person. You and I, we are the Jesus to that person.